0: Welcome back to the podcast It is your boy, Zach and my dad, Craig. What's up? We missed last week due to an error on my part. I forgot the laptop and I actually really didn't forget it. So (laughs) um, we are back though. uh, Eventually, especially closer to football season or during football season, we will have a more scheduled timing (laughs) of podcasts. But right now with sports especially football being slow it's yeah we're going to stay the same way
1: and we're sponsored again by artistry salons or artistry lash and brow bar always get that mixed up because they just changed their name not so long ago um so go check them out ladies or gentlemen by your Ladies, a gift certificate or... Mother's Day is coming Set them up. up. Yeah, Mother's Day is coming. Next so Sunday.
0: So get them a gift card. It'd
1: be great to get them something for lashes or facials or spray tans or whatever else they do.
0: Also, they are in running to be a three-time champ for Best of More in South Oklahoma City. So if you could, uh, go give them a follow on their Facebook and then go vote for them if you uh, have been there or... Anything like that. That way they can get to number three.
1: Artistry, Lash, and browbar,
0: Sponsoring the whole podcast. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we attended the spring game for the first half. And what did you think?
1: Well, I haven't ever probably in my life that I've gone to spring games. I can't tell you how many I've gone to. But I will tell you that for the first time, in a spring game that i can remember that i had chills i mean the chills just the atmosphere there was just unbelievable um i quick funny story zach and i got there pretty early um we thought i
0: mean it was what 85 minutes before kickoff well i mean (laughs) as far as
1: we we thought we'd have plenty of time, oh, yeah. but then we realized we were way late getting into the gate line. Oh yeah, because the lines to get into the stadium itself was just unbelievable. Never seen anything like it. And then we get there. Make a long story short.
0: Well, pause. Hold on. If anyone happens to have worked for the University of Oklahoma, when you invite a sellout crowd to come to the spring game. Be you should prepared. probably treat it like the the a regular football event they didn't shut down campus corner which it was a mistake on itself it was very hard to walk on the sidewalk when you have people coming back and forth and then also the gate situation which i heard on the gate situation they just couldn't find enough people to that might be the case weekend, yeah. so but,
1: but it was you it could, was you crazy. could have shut down
0: campus corner though yeah
1: it was crazy um but anyways making a long story short we We get there and we're, we get there pretty much 80 minutes before kickoff. And we go down all the way to where the boomer schooner comes out front row. We thought we didn't have to worry about people walking in front of us and be settled in. And I go off and back up there to get us a Coke and some popcorn and come back down. And I'm pretty ticked off because And
0: I texted you. I told you it was getting dicey down there. And I said,
1: (laughs) I get down there and there's people sitting directly behind us. And I was like, are you serious? The stadium's going to be plenty of room to spread out and somebody has to sit directly behind us. I mean, right directly behind us. So I'm kind of upset and told Zach, I said, really, they got to sit directly behind us. And I had no idea that that place was going to be that jam packed. I mean, I started taking pictures probably 70 minutes before kickoff and it was empty. And then 40 minutes before kickoff started filling up about usual first spring game and then close to kickoff kept filling up and i thought man the whole lower bowl is full i mean the whole lower bowl is full and i thought no way the upper deck's gonna get that way and sure enough before we left by the time we left at halftime it was it, every bit full i mean sure there were some empty seats but not not very many it was i was stunned and that's why i it went above my expectations, just the atmosphere with Brent Venables coming out and having the OU team with him, past team with him, have him on the 50 yard line, taking pictures, Bosworth, Kyler Murray, Baker. I mean, all, all the old players, you know, Billy Sims, all those guys, man, he just, it just gave me chills up and down, just being an OU fan all my life. And, you know, my dad started it all, of course, with me. And, And I I can hear my dad because my dad always said, you know, anything that made him happy gave him chills. And, and that really gave me chills because I was just like, wow, this is unbelievable. And that's one thing. If you go back and listen to our podcast, it's one thing Zach and I said, what are you looking for? And one of mine was the atmosphere, the, the excitement. Um, and it was, I was blown away. I didn't never thought. It
0: kind of goes with like their support is the uh the oklahoma standard as what people from different you know states and stuff have seen through like our tornadoes and stuff like that you know natural disasters we all have each other's back it really showed with again i mean it's not to that grand scale of a tornado obviously it's just like a coach leaving which is smaller than you know what it seems but having seventy five thousand unofficial Because what I heard on the radio is that they were just letting people in at the end. You didn't have to scan your ticket. So they just opened the doors and you got through security, you could go. And so, yeah, it gave me chills too. Um, And hearing brick venerables. And a lot of people have said this. Baker Mayfield came out and said this. I mean, out of this podcast between me and you, I'm the one that's put more doubt and unsureness into brick venerables than you have. But man, I thought we were gonna in that minute or in those seconds. I'm like, we're gonna win a national championship, and I and, and now sitting here, I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, saying we are or we're not. Um, but in the watching him talk, and you're just like, man, and seeing our fan base show up, and seeing how the players responded to our fan base show up, you're like. We're going to win a national championship. He, he gets
1: your attention real quick. And that's one thing I liked about it. I mean, just. And about he kind of
0: took a shot at, which I thought, I we haven't talked about this yet, but he kind of took a shot at uh, Lincoln Riley, I thought, with the with the player thing, with the old players. Oh, yeah. He said, I mean, he, he pretty much told them that they're always welcome here, that yeah. they built this place and there's you always guys, a home yeah. for them.
1: That's where I got chills because he was saying, you guys built this place, yeah. not not anybody here. You guys built it and had a cool video they showed. and. I mean, just the the whole atmosphere. The only thing. <laughs> Wait, before you say that, okay, go I want to say
0: because I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> um, and I've talked to other people about it too, and they laugh at it, but uh, I will say the cool thing that they did that they're gonna start doing pregame is they lock arms, yes, and they walk, you know, ten yards to the uh to the end zone, and then they split up to the man that got me hyped.
1: Yeah, because they they sprinted yeah. into different locations after yeah everyone they, did they locked arms like zach said all the way from the 50 to the 10 yard line and then once they hit that 10 yard line man it was like boom boom i mean they split off and they were going crazy and split off in different sections and but you know here's where my negative thing the only thing i took away negative at the game you know brent vitals get up there and talks and i i'm not gonna be able to quote him word for word but he did say something about you know we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about the scoreboard and that's not what we're here for we're here to build a program the right way um if we do it the right way the scoreboard will will reflect that but we're not going to worry about it and i was kind of like i turned to zach when he said that and i said he better worry about it because he won't have a job if he's you know doesn't because this is oklahoma football we do worry about the scoreboard. but i know where he was going with it but i just it kind of not really bother me. That's the wrong word to use, but it did catch my attention when he said that. Cause it's I not mean, something you say at the university right, of Oklahoma. And I immediately turned to Zach when he said it. And I said, did I just hear him right. I yeah. was like, he better worry about the scoreboard. Cause yeah. you need to worry about it. It's not typically but, something you
0: hear at Oklahoma. That's something you typically hear at a, a smaller college. Yes. Where, you know, hey, don't worry about the scoreboard right now. We're going to, and he kind of was saying the same thing. Like we're, we're trying to build these guys into men first. And then the scoreboard will reflect to that. Right. Um, Unfortunately, Fortunately, but fortunately, he's walking into a program that is already a you know ten monster. Man, you know, I mean, he's a monster program. He's not building a losing program. So I feel like if he was building from a losing program, that might be more appropriate thing to say of like, hey, I know we're going to build these guys first. The scoreboard's not going to show in the, you know, the first couple of seasons, but you know, we're going to build these guys up and then it'll show. Unfortunately at OU and fortunately, that's just not something right. we, we like to yeah. hear. Like I said, um, it, yeah, it just we wanted to just, reflect on yeah. the scoreboard immediately. <laughs> so, um,
1: but, but other than that, I mean, like I said, just the whole atmosphere was unbelievable. I mean, you had to be there to really get that feel for it. I mean, I don't know if it was on TV or radio, or whatever, but, I don't think you could have got that feeling as Zach and I had, because everybody was talking about that. Actually, people that actually showed up to it were saying how wonderful the atmosphere was, how excited they were, how they had chills, how they just was just pumped up. And
0: I think it's the closest I've ever felt to our fan base. You know, as someone that's gone to a, a few games, not a few, I mean, I've gone to a lot of games and... You you felt that, and this is gonna sound crazy. You felt that connection at OU Texas this year, where we came back, and you know everyone was pumped. But outside of that, basketball games, football games, our fan base has really lacked, and and uh, maybe just spoiled, or maybe it's because we haven't won a national championship. So maybe the opposite in a long time that. We're, well, I, we're, we're not a scary place to play anymore
1: right and i think that's what and, caught brent Venables' attention yeah, i mean that's what he, he said here, it. it was scary. yeah it was, scary. it was i mean
0: you asked mike leach what who's coaching them different you know places and he, he'll tell you that OU's he's the top three place you know scariest places to play well let's be but honest we, we're not there anymore
1: let's be honest i mean he came from clemson yeah. we, we see clemson on saturday night we're like holy cow yeah Look at that crowd. I mean, we I see mean, every
0: team on Saturday night. We're like, well, uh, I wish that we could have a yeah. Saturday night game I, when we showed up like this. I like mean, but, class. you know, Venables
1: has said no excuses. I mean, the crowd's got to show up, and they did. Not and- a
0: spring game. And it felt like even even though it was at a spring game, I, I felt like we like I was just as hyped for being there as if we were playing against Texas, OSU, you know, whoever. Like, I was excited. Now when the game started – we got to remember, I, I heard the people behind me talking bad about Dylan Gabriel because he wasn't on target. Guys, we were hit, we were hitting 30 mile per hour winds.
1: At least 30.
0: And this is a spring practice. This is, you guys got to remember, he's only been on campus for three months. I mean, if that, and so.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear that, but I mean, I will say that and Zach and I never played football. I mean, we played some. Don't get I mean. Little I was league, a little league geez. star. But we yeah, but we don't we don't know football. We're just we're we're doing this podcast from a fan, fan base. Fan base point of view. Yeah. And I will say what I saw out of him was he does look like he has a really strong arm.
0: It kind of reminded me of I don't want to say Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's a left-handed, but dude, threw his yeah. Throwing he, he can
1: throw really hard, and some of the passes I felt like he was throwing a hundred mile an hour fastball when he should have had some touch on it. And then there was reverse that where it should have been thrown hard, and he tried to take some mm-hmm. off. But that's but,
0: what I'm hoping isn't going to be like. You remember Baker Mayfield's first year? He he didn't struggle, but the receiver struggled because of how hard he threw the ball. And I hope that we don't see that struggle because th- he's throwing the ball. I mean, when he, he zipped that one in there, you looked at each other and was yeah. like, man, he, he he's got an arm. It.
1: Yeah, he's got um, an arm. And and I will say, cause Zach and I had a pretty close view of the defense, you know, as far as where we were sitting, we got some big boys. Them boys were hitting too. Yeah, and they and were smacking. Yeah, they were hitting. They were not letting yeah. off. And and that's what I've always I'd like to see that again is um you know, our linebackers back in the day were huge and our defense ends were huge and defensive line was huge and there's some big boys on that going someone
0: forget his name. Uh not Ethan Downs, but uh man number twenty eight. What was he? He's a big linebacker. Goodness. Yeah, I think a, he's a sophomore. I Guys, I can't uh, – maybe I can – But go the first this.
1: part of the scrimmage I, I liked about Brent Venables had his, had the microphone Stanley in his hands and were like, oh, my gosh, what's he going to do? Is oh, he going to do play-by-play? Yeah. Play? And But we noticed right off the bat, I mean, he would sprint to the defenders if they were not covering right. I mean, he'd get in their face. He waved one guy off, told him to go on the bench. He better hustle on the bench. I mean, so – um, Danny Stutzman yeah that
0: dude was lined up as linebacker who played a lot of edge rusher last year mainly on the defensive line he was playing middle linebacker wasn't he he's, yeah he's in the middle and uh, he was bent over in a defensive stance uh, as linebacker would hands on his, his knees the two linebackers that were next to him were standing straight up, and this dude was just as tall <laughs> as they were. Yeah. I mean, he is
1: huge. And there's and another guy. I don't know what his name was, but number it's eight. It's the
0: guy from Hawaii. Uh, his name I, – I don't want to butcher it. He was um, – he's a he's big boy. Too, he's yeah. a big boy. I mean – And, uh, and what I noticed, I mean, for a spring game, man, there was some pop to those shoulder pads. There was. Some pops that we haven't heard in regular season games. Yeah. So – Yeah, they yeah, were I mean, they weren't was,
1: letting up on the offense at all. I mean, they were – like I said, I loved Venable's because I mean he would do a twenty-yard sprint. No wonder that guy's losing weight. I mean, if he does that every practice, I mean twenty-yard sprint. If you did something wrong and he was in your face, yeah, and, he was. He sent I someone mean, straight back to the yeah. The, like, but he was also given high fives for a hot hard pop and hit and you know so. But anyways, I mean so it was like Zach said, it was hard to you know determine plays because the wind. Our punters were really good. Michael Turk, holy Michael cow! Turk, those hang-timed. dudes, yeah. It was those, both of them actually. Both of them. I know we shouldn't probably be talking about punters, but my gosh, that dude was—he punted that one sixty-something yards into the wind, and it landed on the one. So it line. was a
0: sixty-two-yard punt that, of course, I don't think it played on TV. But in case you guys missed it, sixty-two yards into the wind, hard on run. to the one-yard line, out of bounds. Almost, if you watch football, you know punters aim for the corner of uh, the end zone the front corner so they aim for the one yard line and the corner of the end zone try to hit in there dude nailed it
1: yeah I he, mean he popped probably one of the
0: best punts I've ever seen it happen in a spring game he was hyped he came he jumped up and down was trying to get the fans pumped up for it and uh if you've not checked out Michael Turk Michael Turk is uh on YouTube and uh he gives you the day in the life of a football player yes it's coming from a punter great guy though great Christian um, I do like following him. He's a he's a great example of what a leadership looks like. And when you have a leadership like that on the team, as even a punter, like that's how you know that OU's in in good hands. Um, when you have it on when you have leadership all over the field like that. And so yeah. Mike Turk's one of those guys. Um, but dude nailed. The-
1: <laughs> but that's my takeaways. I mean, it was it was awesome to see all the ex. For me, especially seeing the old. You know, old school football players and
0: two hundred and fifty plus of them. We had
1: Kyler Murray walk right in front of us. You no, know.
0: ten feet in front of I us. I mean, he was
1: right in front of us. It was it was with Hollywood really, Brown. It was which just, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that
0: makes sense. They're friends, but yeah, right? Now they're, they're now together. teammates. Yeah. So. <laughs> so,
1: but I mean, we're excited to where the future is going. Um, so, but I thought the spring game exceeded my expectations by far. So.
0: And we were, and I didn't get to watch a lot of it because I was trying to pull up the Dallas Mavericks game. Um, if anyone wants to know, I don't know if they always do it this way, but apparently the first half of spring football games they play it like a regular football game. We had TV timeouts. Oh my gosh! Um, so. They stopped the clock for everything. Me and you thought we were going to be home by four <laughs> o'clock. We didn't get home till five thirty-five. Um, yeah because, uh, and we left at halftime because they stopped the clock for everything. Um, but yes, I do think, I think our running game's in good hands. We got, I don't, there's a highlight of one of our wide receivers that, I mean, is 6'5", and he caught the ball and he was right next to someone and then he left him in the dust with those long strides. Something we haven't seen at a lot at OU is those big wide receivers. I mean, you gotta think CD Lamb. I mean, he's he's a guy that can go get the ball, but he's not huge. Um, Hollywood Brown, Sterling Shepherd, you know, slot receiver kind of wide receivers is what OU has specialized in. And this guy's pretty good. Now Marvin Mims definitely probably still gonna be our best wide receiver. Dude's faster than everyone on the field, and it's not close. Um
1: yeah, that boy but, can fly.
0: Uh Farouk is probably going to be, I mean, everyone's saying that he's he might pass Mims as the best wide receiver this year, but um, it's a new quarterback so th- what benefits from a new quarterback is there's no there's no favorites on the team um, just quite yet so everybody can get a chance to get those reps and, and be the number one guy um, I still think it's probably going to be Mims um, yeah. he's going to be open more and I, I think our running backs look good uh, but yeah the main takeaway like we were looking for we weren't really looking for anything except for the experience and how we our fans backed Britt Venables and how Britt Venables acted and I um, mean he had me ready to run through a wall and win a national championship. We also got to see Baker Mayfield's trophy ceremony. The trophy looks or not trophy. The statue looks way better than in person. In person way than better than what you saw online. It is a headband. It's not a whole forehead. Um, but these got these sculptures, you look at any of them from any team, anything like that. They're never great i mean they never i mean the only person i think that looks like him is probably billy sims and you said it's because of his afro in there so yeah i mean it is what it is i don't think it's anything to to be too crazy about it looks way better in person than it does no but
1: it was cool to see it i mean and bring baker back home and and you know the video they showed of him and just i mean i'm a huge baker fan um they gave me
0: chills too it kind of made me sad i kind of almost teared up a little bit yeah Uh, so it's it's sad you you just don't realize what you have until he's gone out of the team and stuff like that and he came back with that same energy and seeing him on the field again kind of just brought up good times of watching him win his heisman and stuff like that one thing i thought was weird and maybe done on purpose so he didn't get booed um because he doesn't have hard feelings to Lincoln Riley, because that's his coach and who helped him. He didn't think him. True. He, th- he thanked a lot of people, a lot of – he said staff, so maybe that falls in line. But if I remember correctly, Lincoln Riley cried at his Heisman Trophy ceremony when he won. True. And they had a very father-son-like relationship um, while he was here. So maybe that was by design, so he didn't get – he, not that he, baker would have got booed but i think if there was anyone to talk about lincoln and not get booed it would have been baker yeah they didn't want to bring so. his
1: name up at all so that's probably uh, the reason but and it's it's a good reason too so
0: yeah uh, so i mean that would probably include be the the end of football talk on today's pod because not yeah much let's let's get
1: that. to the nba so, hold on
0: hold on softball we got to talk about oh, softball yeah. real quick softball Women lost softball. to texas after we were all thirty-six shot. straight they set the uh, record
1: and, and then lost and they lose to texas but
0: yeah. so you, it's, it's fine you, you, we're gonna have to lose a game and it's best to lose one now than when we're in the world series yeah, they're, uh, so. they're
1: incredible still i mean and they were you know i don't know if you could say the word do but i mean it was it was time well so. i mean they're gonna
0: lose a game and then uh Goff won the Big 12 Championship, I believe. And the NCAA
1: Women's gymnastics won the National Championship. Won the championship National Championship
0: pearls. after being in fourth place. They set a record and came back to win the whole thing, which
1: we got to see them on the field too. That was cool. Spring game, which Especially was nice. with all those people cheering them on too. So,
0: All right. And now your favorite. Probably not your favorite since your guys' Thunder sits at home and does nothing during this time.
1: Well, I wanted to start it off by the NBA by our last podcast was three weeks ago. And it was unknown about who or I believe we did the Saturday. Dallas played the Sunday. And Luca got hurt. And Luca gets hurt. (laughs) Yeah. And my podcast... On our last podcast, I was saying Jason Kidd deserves Coach of the Year or at least consideration because of what he's done with the Mavs. And then that Sunday hit, and I was texting Zach, calling him. I don't know what I was doing. I was so mad and saying, forget what I said about Jason Kidd being Coach of the Year because Lucas should have never been in there. But how wrong was I again? I mean, because – I mean,
0: Jalen Brunson – Brunson. An animal, uh, and Jason
1: Kidd's coaching was – is is they they are buying they're buying into that. Yeah. I mean they're just it's top of
0: the line. Jason Kidd out coached Quinn Snyder, which Quinn Snyder's a a great coach. Yeah, um, and always has been. But he out coached him. I mean in every aspect of the game. And you're talking two plays away from a sweep.
1: Well, yeah, and because, I know we
0: went six games, but you're talking two plays away from.
1: And if I'm a Utah fan, out. I would be upset. I mean, because you had Luke at the best their best player, 34 points, whatever a game. And you lose two out of the, out of the
0: three. He was out three games and he lost two of them. Lost two of them out
1: of the three. That's crazy. And Luca comes back and they lose the first game. Luca comes back, but then they win and they're moving on. But I mean, and I'm pretty upset that Jason Kidd's not considered for coach of the year. But I mean, it's fun for Zach and I because... Since 2011.
0: It's been 11 long years since we've won a playoff series. The last time we won a playoff series, we did win the championship. Um, I got asked today by my father-in-law if I thought that Dallas had a chance to win the championship. And I do. I do think that they have a chance. Now, the Suns are a hard team. We've lost three straight. to Actually, we've lost 11 straight, I think, to the Suns. Yeah, we don't Uh, match
1: up well with them.
0: But we have not played them since we have traded... For Spencer Dinwiddie and um, Davis Breton. Uh But so I'm super excited, man. I am upset with you because you went to bed instead of watching the big Dallas Mavericks Big Dallas Mavericks fan. Over it was here. a
1: nine o'clock first time tip s- off.
0: It's been 11 years and this guy's asleep during the game. 11 years and this guy is asleep during the game as I'm watching us get killed in the first quarter. And then we come back. And I win. saw a quote
1: on Facebook where it says, when you turn 50, nine o'clock is like midnight. And how true that is.
0: If it was a Dallas Cowboys game and it started at eight o'clock and it was the first round of the playoffs, big
1: difference between eight and nine.
0: If it started at nine o'clock and it was a Dallas Cowboys game, first round of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I probably would have been stayed up.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's why I, I would thought. have
1: reworked my schedule to where I didn't have to be up so early in the morning because I've been getting up early and working, but, um, but yeah, I was waiting for Zach to dog me on that. Cause I did not. I, what was weird about it is I didn't, I watched the first quarter and we scored 15 points and I text Zach and I said, I'm not going to stay up and watch this. I'm, you didn't I'm, text me. Oh, I thought I did. No. Okay. I, went I texted to bed. you and you didn't respond. I went to bed cause I was like, I'm not going to stay up and watch Dallas only score 15 points in the first quarter. And then what's weird. I woke up. And there was four seconds left, and I looked at ESPN app, and we're up by two. And I'm waiting. I'm clearing my phone, you know, just trying to figure out what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. Then Zach texts me. All he said was well, he had a wide open shot or something like that. He he was wide open for that shot. Well, I sent you
0: a, a bunch of them. And I, said, I was, I was like, just, like telling you to wake up. I was we, like, we did it. I but... was like,
1: great, we lost. And then he said, but he missed it or something. And I was like, oh sweet. So, anyways, I know you, there's a lot of fans that aren't. Aren't, or that listen to this, aren't fans of the Mavs, but there's been some really good, great NBA games. I mean, yeah. I so good get series. We're and... getting
0: away from, which I'm happy about, we're getting away from the, the super teams. I yes. Mean, you had the Brooklyn Nets lose, that's, and then, I mean, the only super team we have left is the 76ers, really, in this playoff. I can't think of, can you think of another superstar team on the top of your head? That Not has, that I know of. I mean, so, we're getting away from that, and that's I think that's good for basketball. It's good for the Thunder, for sure, that you get away from the, the three-star super teams. Oh, had John
1: Morant's dunk. That was just insane the other night. But I, I mean, my mouth fell open on that one because that was just crazy.
0: They lose next round. That's my prediction.
1: Well, we're hoping that our Mavs continue to – but like I said, I don't feel like the matchup fits the Mavs very well, but we'll see what happens, so – you got to play the game and the Dallas Mavericks are the best team since January. So
0: yeah, them and the, or the uh, Boston Celtics and And both of them are winning, both of them are winning and both of them are with young superstars at the the helm. Um, but yeah, so our our wish us luck or don't wish us luck. I mean, you guys talked a lot of crap (laughs) to us for the last 11 years. Uh, and I'm honestly being nice about it on, social media we've and had podcasts, a few so. few
1: families and few friends that talk crap about us so but they're not talking crap right now i, haven't so. heard,
0: I have not heard what is it what's they're saying thunder up well i mean I when, when you're on, on our phone.
1: facebook and you
0: on stuff you, that doesn't even matter when we're just saying we're at a dallas mavericks game and you just start talking crap to right
1: us, and it has nothing to do with or the thunder. I'm, or
0: i'm wearing a dallas mavericks shirt and not even talking anything about basketball and he and we and
1: we we come back with a quote or saying on facebook and don't take it personal because that's aimed at certain people so they know who they are so anyways
0: yeah but so today short and sweet podcast um wish us luck we we got freaking two nine o'clock games back to back monday nine o'clock wednesday nine o'clock because we're in the western conference so we get to play nine o'clock but yeah it's
1: it's exciting times here in oklahoma i mean for ou football so you guys get get excited for you fans i mean there's some good stuff coming our way um and it's just i i'm ready and
0: find a way to go to the games be loud don't sit down right and uh, let's stand the whole time i mean let's be loud about it let's make this the the hardest place to play in again i mean we're about to join the sec where all the stadiums are going to be like that. So.
1: And keep in mind, like I said, you know, we, we like constructive criticism. So, you know, it's fine. If you can give it to us, we, we would listen. So.
0: Yep. And then also sponsorships. I'm going if you're listening to this and you're a small business or, you know, someone that would sponsor us, we are going to make a PowerPoint and you're going to get a PowerPoint from us. If you do not (laughs) want to be our sponsor, do we will not take it personal. So. Uh, just be expected of that. But I got seven seconds. The podcast See time you guys. Was about to run down. Have out. a good week. See ya. Deuces.